Welcome to the More Podcast with Ava Najee, where we are manifesting original rich bitch experiences. Each week, we bring you travel reviews, wellness advice, and general millennial musings with a level of refinement. What level? It fucking depends. Hey, Ava. What's going on with you this week? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's a new week. I had a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. Went to a pop-up dinner in Notting Hill. I felt like a very fancy, I felt like my life was really fancy and cute, which Ooh, it is. A pop-up dinner sounds very rich, bitch. It was. It was giving rich, bitch. It was delicious. It was a bunch of Indian street foods. And it was like six courses. Ooh, six. I know. And I met some new friends and it was just a great time. Oh, you were living the London life, and I'm so excited. I was. It was so fun. So now I feel like I had a fun weekend, you know? Like, I had a plan, Mm -hmm. and I saw people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which obviously... I did things, which is harder in a new city. So I feel, like, accomplished. Awesome, 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 awesome. I love it. How was your weekend? It was good. I'm just, like... Still trying to get my life together and just kind of like pick up where I left off. Um, we're recording today, which that's definitely a check yeah. on my box. Um, I have my haircut appointment tomorrow because I'm looking crazy. Okay. <laughs> and no, you're on not. Wednesday, I have. <laughs> Thank you, my love. And Wednesday, I do have a doctor's appointment. So, you know, I'm just kind of like doing some housekeeping stuff that I love to do because adulting is my favorite thing to do on the daily, every day. Ugh. Well, and I feel like after, because you were on like a pretty extensive, like three-ish week Euro trip. So sounds like good things to do. Like when you're coming back, adjusting, do you still have jet lag or are you good on that front? I think I'm good on jet lag, but sometimes it just takes me a little while to readjust. I I think I underestimated like three weeks trying across Europe is kind of like a lot. I'm so happy I did it. Um, Definitely an experience. Um, if I were to do it again, I'd probably readjust some things, but you know, you live and you learn and I'm happy. I just don't think I'll probably be feeling completely back to normal, probably until this weekend, which is like two weeks yeah. after I actually got back, but it's fine. Well, I'm sure you'll feel really great once you hit that point. Ah, I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> but <laughs> in the meantime, today we're going to be talking all about travel must haves. What do we have to pack in our bags? What do we have to bring with us while we're traveling and why do we feel so attached to these things? So I think we should start by talking about things that kind of live outside the suitcase and then we can move on to things that kind of live inside the suitcase. I love that. I'm very excited to share travel essentials for a rich bitch experience. I know you're queen of the rich bitches. So Ava, tell us, (laughs) what's the first thing that you cannot travel without that lives outside your suitcase? That's a great question. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Uh, So for me, it starts even before we get to the suitcase. My number one travel must have is a credit card with travel rewards. And... I have been specifically a Delta Amex girl Mm -hmm. for like six, seven or eight years now, a long time. Um, But without that credit card, I feel like I would be 
majorly behind the ball when it comes to just setting myself up to have a great travel experience. So the travel credit card is seriously a game changer and it's fresh in my mind because I actually introduced my mom to this like not too long ago. Mm -hmm. So she is coming to see me in London in a couple of weeks and in advance of her booking a flight, I wanted to set her up with the Delta MX card because they have so many benefits. You can gain so many miles and you can basically get free flights just with your sign-up bonus alone, um, which is so amazing. And so what we did is we signed her up for the card. Um, obviously the bonuses, you know, they vary based on when you sign up, but her offer was 70,000 Delta Sky miles for um, signing up after you spend, I think like two, two grand in, in three months. And for her, knowing she was going to book a flight to London, which averages like 1500 anyways, it's basically a no brainer. So we got her on the card. She got her signing bonus and that actually allowed her to then book another flight domestically to go visit my brother later this year. So I recently like walked her through the benefits of having a card like this. And I know that a lot of people hesitate sometimes with credit cards, but mm -hmm. I truly feel like this is such a great way to utilize it, especially if it's something that you're paying off every month that allows you to simply just earn travel benefits for everyday purchases. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole bunch of like travel based credit cards. I know when I was kind of looking through travel based credit cards a couple of years ago, I kind of found it a little difficult to settle on one. So yeah. what actually pulled or swayed your decision towards the Delta Amex? That's a good point and a good question too. I think for me, it was just based on my airline of choice. So if you know me, you know that I'm like a very loyal person. And once I commit to a brand or a person or a city, I'm like, that is mine. <laughs> um, so I've always loved Delta. And so when I saw that this Delta Sky Miles credit card existed with Amex. I was like, sign me up. I book every single flight that I can with Delta, whether it's a personal flight or a business flight. All Delta purchases get you three times miles. Um, it gets you a companion domestic round trip air ticket every year. So it's basically mm -hmm. BOGO. And during the pandemic, they're actually stacking them too. So I think I have like three of them that I have to use. P.S. <laughs> uh, in the next year, which is amazing. It gets you two times points for every dollar you spend at a U.S. grocery store. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge one because every week I'm at Whole Foods, you know, buying all my organic foods. Um, and just one, one point on everything else you buy. Got you. So I love that. And I've been able to really rack up a lot of miles. And I feel like even when I spend them, it's still like all of a sudden I magically have more miles, um, which I love because it just allows me to travel more. So, you know, not only am I getting to go on a business trip, for example, but then I'm getting points that I can use to do something else. So, mm -hmm. for example, I flew to London on miles. Ooh, I remember you told me that. That's definitely yeah. something worth mentioning. <laughs> oh, God. There's that part. Definitely. Um, but that's I think it's awesome. just the airline. 
your airline of choice. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. I knew for me, when I chose the Capital One Venture card, I definitely looked at, you know, Delta, Amex, the American Airlines card and things like that. And I feel like I'm a loyal person to people, but not so much to brands all the time, um, especially airline brands. And probably seven times out of 10, I end up taking Delta anyway. So maybe I should consider the Delta card. So which... Najee, which credit card do you have? So I actually chose the Capital One Venture card um, only because of just the simplicity of everything. You know, I'm a very simple guy. I don't like to think too much. So I actually just chose the Capital One Venture because it was an easy double points on everything. Um, and there's a couple of other benefits it has as well. But as long as it had like that double points on everything, so I didn't have to think too much. And also the no, um, international transaction fees, I think I was pretty good to go. So now that Capital One Venture card is just my card of everyday life. And I just use it for everything. Um, I'm yes. able to build up points that way and buy flights, hotels, rental cars, things like that um, through the points. So, you know, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> so then for that one, do you have to like go, do you go into their points dashboard and like transfer to partners or do you redeem them? How do you redeem those points? So again, and keeping it easy peasy, lemon squeezy, what I typically do is just like buy with my credit card and then my card will reimburse me for um, any type of travel expenses. And it does that for like anything you can use points for. Um, it even lets me reimburse my storage fee um, for the storage unit I have. So there's a mm -hmm. lot of things you can reimburse just based on that card that might be directly travel related or might be um, travel adjacent. So I don't know. I kind of mm -hmm. like it. It's kind of working for me. It's definitely something that makes my life easy, but I will not shut down that Delta Amex card. And I will be re-looking into it again sometime in the near future because you you sold it to me. <laughs> I know. I'm obsessed. I have one for my personal, one for my business. And once you are ready to join, I will give you a lovely referral offer where we can both benefit. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. <laughs> cool. Travel credit cards. Definitely a must-have. Um, must-have. Why, why don't we shift over into, like, getting to and through the airport um yes i know i have tsa pre-check a lot of people prefer clear and then there's also global entry what are your thoughts around like some of those topics yes well you know rich bitches don't wait in line because time mm -mm. is money mm -hmm. so we forgot to mention this in the benefit section of the cards but typically a card like that will come with a benefit of a tsa pre-check membership or something along the lines. So mm -hmm. I actually have TSA PreCheck and Clear. Reason being, PreCheck helps you get through the physical security screening process, while Clear actually helps you get through the identity verification screening process. So when you stack them together, you literally get to cut every single line at security. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've waited more than I don't think I've waited, first of all, since I signed up for clear, but I don't think it's taken me more than 10 minutes to get through security at MSP in as, as long as I can remember. 
I love that. I love that. I had, I feel like when I just had pre-check, I still just had pre-check, but I actually had a similar experience until I experienced <laughs> Hartsfield Jackson, Atlanta International Airport on a Friday morning. First flight out, it was like insane. And of course I ended up missing that flight um, because I just wasn't used to it. But I'm sure if I had clear stacked, um, <laughs> it would have been less of an issue. So I'm learning yes. a whole bunch about how to maneuver through airports. Well, I think the thing that happened to TSA PreCheck, while it's great to have it always, I think it's a little too popular for its own good because oftentimes the, the PreCheck lines will be longer than the general lines. I don't know if you've ever noticed that at the airport, but it's like everyone else Never pre-check. experienced that like ever, except that really? one time at Atlanta. And I'm just like, and now I just won't even chance it anymore. I'm like, I'm a one and done. I learned my lesson. I'm upgrading my life very soon. <laughs> yes. Upgrade your life. I love clear is so great. I love it. Love it. Love it. They literally just verify your identity with your eyeballs or your fingerprint. Super casual. Mm -hmm. Um, but honestly, that's the way the world is these days. So it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but they're expanding clear. I think it's now at 40 airports in the U.S. So that's really great. Most of the major hubs. And then I also noticed that they're now making it available for like events and concerts too. So oh, that's a game changer. I know. Like, I love this for us. Anything to get through a line without actually waiting in line is a win in my book. Agreed. And to your point, a lot of credit cards will have that feature or that benefit that will allow you to get clear or something like global entry um, at a discounted rate or they'll just fully cover it. I know my Capital mm -hmm. One Venture card definitely covers the fee for global entry. Um, which I will actually be setting an appointment for very, very soon. Um, because getting back from Europe and going through JFK was a little bit of a mess. Not like a complete mess, but more of a mess than I'm used to. And global entry Ugh. would have definitely kind of helped ease that process <laughs> and make it a lot quicker for me. So I know it's definitely something on my to-do list. And I just encourage everyone to do it, especially even if you travel internationally only like once a year. I think it will definitely help yeah. your return experience. Yes, especially this year when everyone and their mother is just at the airport. I can't tell you the amount of headlines that have popped up on my phone talking about air travel in this particular, like, summertime phase. And it's all bad. It's like, what you need to know to escape, you know, madness at the airport, why people are traveling so much, how, you know, communities are buckling under all the uh, intense tourism. And I'm just sitting here like, yeah, I kind of live that. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, all those headlines are pretty true. Yes, unless <laughs> unless it's a headline about everyone at Heathrow losing their luggage, because that did not apply to me, fortunately. Yeah, but I know someone it did apply to, which was kind of insane. So just be on your P's and Q's. <laughs> so we talked about travel cards. We talked about the importance of getting through the airport with clear and global entry, because like you said, rich bitches do not wait. Exactly. Um, I think we have our bases covered for outside of the suitcase when it comes to travel must-haves. Would you agree? 
Yes. And now it's time to talk about the actual suitcase, which I'm so excited <laughs> about. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what are some of your travel must haves when we're talking about like packing and transporting your goods and things like that? I recently upgraded my luggage. Ooh. And I now have a very cute matching set of luggage, which I've never had before. Mm -hmm. So I have um, three really fucking cute pink suitcases from Aww. away. And I have a carry-on. I have a medium bag, which is mostly everyone's equivalent to like a large bag, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I have the large bag, which is like... <laughs> The 50 pounder the international, super large this one. is my life. Yeah, <laughs> this is my life bag. The one that you love lifting on and off of trains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Definitely a workout. Definitely a workout. But, you know, it's very like me. My Taurus rising, Taurus moon, loves this luggage. It's so cute. It's so high quality. It's very smartly designed and functional too. Ooh, so they're hard shell suitcases. Mm -hmm. And so they tend to be a little bit lighter in weight than fabric suitcases, just mm -hmm. by the nature of the way that they're made, yeah. which is perfect for the overpacker because you can you know, sneak a few extra things in there. And they have some really great features. A few of the ones that I love are um, built in TSA locks. So mm -hmm. each of the bags has a lock on it where I've just set like a three digit code and you don't have to deal with like external extra locks, that type of thing. Um, and I found myself using this too, just like in my room, if I'm in a hotel, I'll just lock up my bag, um, before, you know, leaving for the day. It just yeah. makes me feel a little bit safer about my belongings. Mm -hmm. Um, the carry on that I have has a built-in phone charger that you can use up to four times, which I also love because nobody wants to be stressing about a dead phone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they also have a really nice, like it's super small, but I'm just, I love it. It's like a built-in laundry bag. So it kind of like pops out of this little zip compartment when you have dirty clothes and then you just fill it all up. And there's a little compression um, strap in the bag and I've just loved them so far. And frankly, I'm kind of obsessed. Yeah, you kind of had me super sold at the actual um, portable phone charger, because that's definitely, definitely something that every person needs, whether yeah. you're on a long trip or a short trip. If you plan on spending a lot of time outside of your hotel rooms or your hotel accommodations, you'll definitely need that. So that and the compression um, container piece definitely helps kind of like make things a lot easier when it comes to traveling. Yes. So, and it just makes it more fun too, like to have your things in a nice bag that's functional and just like helps you move again through the airport nice, nicely. It helps you get everything on your flight. Um, Lord knows I've been lugging these bags up multiple flights of stairs <laughs> at every new place I'm staying. It's like the third floor or higher with no elevator. So, um, I'm breaking them in mm, and I'm, Yeah. <laughs> It's a trip. Love the city. Yeah. Honestly, um, I feel like it's almost time for me to start looking at new luggage. I think I've had my little two-piece set that I got for a couple of years now. And I, I'm starting to see like dings and things like that. And I'm like, oh, it's time for new luggage. So we Look love shopping. Um, <laughs> dang. 
time to buy some new stuff. So definitely something I'm going to consider. And I think I actually saw um, your luggage or something similar with all of those bells and whistles online somewhere. So it's somewhere in my shopping favorites um, bookmark section. You know, Christmas is only five months away. I mean, the year is flying. It's basically three actually, weeks away, to be honest. Honestly, actually, your birthday is sooner. So that could be on your list. Mm, my birthday is sooner. I cannot believe my birthday is in less than two months. All right. Adding that to the list. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like Not people you, can expect like luggage for his birthday. Please and thanks. Oh, yeah. Amazon wish list coming soon. Can't wait. <laughs> so the other new thing to your point of inside the suitcase what are the essentials the other new thing that i recently got turned on to was packing cubes mm -hmm. so packing cubes they literally look like nothing it's like a flimsy little piece of fabric with a zipper and one may think how on earth is this going to change my life then one puts clothing inside of the packing cubes and realizes wow, you can actually put 10 pairs of pants in one packing cube and somehow they magically fit. I don't really know what the magic, the logic, the science is behind packing cubes, but they work. You know, I need to try it. I need to try it. I was only skeptical. I'm only skeptical because the way girls pack and the way boys pack are different. I feel like boys clothes are like literally bigger and like bulkier and um sometimes it just like takes up more space so i'm not sure if the packing cube will help alleviate some of my issues but i promise you i will try it because i'm open I'm i open. think you should because the packing cubes are definitely gender neutral yep i don't know about fitting 10 pairs of pants in there but we can see we can see how much i can fit in there compared to how much i typically squeeze into the suitcase <laughs> i can't wait um, maybe I'll get you those for your birthday. Adding that to the Amazon wish list. The other nice thing about them, though, is you can also kind of like categorize your stuff. So, for instance, you can know like all of my socks are in this cube, all of my underwear's in this cube, all of because they have different shapes and sizes. All of my pants are in this cube, and so I think it just helps to kind of organize your stuff, which in turn organizes your mind, and it's just a lot lighter and brighter and makes for an improved experience yeah i love that my virgo um sun sign loves that unfortunately yes. my mars and my moon sign that are both air signs are like we don't need that yeah <laughs> like get it together me so yes packing cubes definitely adding that to the birthday list because i'm open to trying it i'm sure it'll work i can't wait to hear your review mm-hmm what about what do you what do you need to have inside of your suitcase? Like what are your packed essentials? Um, well, I can tell you that I never go on a trip without my JBL clip speaker. Mm. Um, it's just this small little kind of speaker that you can clip on your backpack. You can clip it on your jeans. You can clip it um, to your purse if you want to. And literally, I don't go on a hike without it because it definitely brings the vibes. It brings the energy. And it almost just feels like you're in your own world when me and my friends are, like, playing our favorite playlist and just, like, traversing up a very, very kind of steep mountain hill. I took it to me and I took it with me in Denver. And I also had it with me um, in Switzerland. 
So I definitely don't leave home without the JBL clip because it's so small and easy to pack. And it also works as just like a speaker to amplify music or a movie I might be watching on my laptop or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Because it just like really elevates my listening or watching experience as well as my hikes. So it's definitely something I don't leave home without um, because it's so small. Why would I? And it helps me so much. <laughs> so I love my JBL clip for. I love that. Now that you're actually, you're holding it up and showing me. Um, does Doja Cat have a brand deal with that brand? JBL? She might. I feel like, I feel like that was, you know, the infamous Miss Kelly Rowland resurgence video. Doja, mm, TikTok. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like that's actually um, a sponsorship with that speaker. If I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken. I believe it is. I mean, Jibble, as I affectionately call it, is a really top brand when it comes to speakers. And I think I did see her picture when I was actually buying this um, at the store. So. <laughs> Influenced. <laughs> Miss Doja Cat. I love Doja Cat. And TikTok. TikTok taught me about that brand. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've been a Jibble fan for a very long time at this point. So when I saw the clip, I was like, oh, I have to get it. And it was so inexpensive. I think it was like maybe 40 or $50. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I don't leave home without it. <laughs> Love that. Music is life. Absolutely. Is there something specific that you don't leave home without? Honestly, too many things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I had it my way, I wouldn't leave home without anything home <laughs> you know but one of the things that i always have with me regardless of whether i'm traveling or i'm just running an errand is my reusable water bottle mm. i have a stainless steel water bottle the one i spoke to at length about when we talked about drinking a gallon of water a day yeah and i just have that with me everywhere i love to refill it i find that so many places now have like free filtered water fountains Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really nice way to stay hydrated and cut down on waste with plastic bottles and cartons and aluminum and everything that we put water in. Um, so I'd say that's like my very basic staple that I never, never leave home without. But of course there's a multitude of things that I also like to try <laughs> and have with me, uh, depending on the day. How many do you want? Oh gosh. I mean, we can be here all day talking about it, but I do think <laughs> <laughs> the reusable the reusable water bottle is definitely something that a lot of people are traveling with more because to your point, um, at airports and even at a lot of hotels, there are those refillable stations, um, which mm -hmm. makes it just so easy to stay hydrated and just like not having to buy water and waste product um, all the time. And I did recently come across um, a little doodad called the life straw which basically mm. is like um a pen like straw that apparently allows you to drink water from like the earth or out in nature and it will filter like 99.9 percent .9 of like the bacteria microbials that you'll find like out in the wild and allow you to drink that mm. so i was like wow if i was an actual professional hiker not like adjacent i would definitely carry that everywhere so like to the wellness point and to the water and staying hydrated, I think those are two like really, really, really good tools. Um, 
that life straw is a little that. pricey, obviously, but with a reusable water bottle, you can't go wrong. Oh, you can just, and then you can just drink water from the source and it filters on the spot. That's super mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. Well, that's on my Christmas so cool. list in case you're curious. Adding it to <laughs> Amazon, <laughs> Amazon wish list, the life straw, but also like to the your point, straw. like, and wellness, I actually don't leave home without like a mini first aid kit and supplements mm. as well. So we went, we talked about supplements at length um, a week or so ago. And it's just something that, five. yes, I don't really leave home without it. Like I always bring at least, at least emergency um, to have that vitamin C boost and that immunity boost, like cortisone, cause you never know, cortisone and Benadryl, cause you never know when you might have an allergic reaction. Um, Neosporin <laughs> um, and Band-Aids, um, as well as like all my regular supplements that you taught me about. So I'm just like, I don't leave home without those because like to the wellness point, it keeps you together, it keeps you sane and it keeps you moving. I agree. And I feel like that one's kind of, I feel like that one's often more debated because I don't know if you've heard this, but a lot of people say like, oh, well, you can buy those things anywhere. You know, like you don't need to bring Band-Aids. You can get Band-Aids anywhere. And it's like, yes, however, if you need a Band-Aid, you typically don't want to be searching for or journeying to a store to buy one, you know, when you're in need. So mm -hmm. it's like that, you know, what do you bring and what do you not bring can be kind of tricky because in theory, sure, you should be able to buy most things anywhere you go. Um, but also I had an experience that taught me sometimes it's a lot harder to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and it would have been easier just to pack it. So <laughs> one of the things that I usually bring with me when I travel is protein powder. Mm -hmm. And not a whole bag, but yeah. typically I'll do a few portions, you know, and some Ziplocs and I'll stuff them all into mm -hmm. like blender bottle shaker. And I love to have that because I'm doing the world a favor because when I get hangry, it's like, you don't, you don't want to see that. <laughs> so the protein shakes just a really nice way to get some protein in, in between meals. Yeah. Um, and just keep, keep you energized mm -hmm. and, I took that out of my bag Ooh. on my way to London because it was to the point where I was weighing the bag, taking something out, weighing the bag again, taking something else out. And let me tell you the journey I went on to buy protein powder in London. I did not know this, right? Because I go to Whole Foods grocery store and they've got a whole three aisles, I feel like of wellness mm -hmm. stuff, you know, vitamins, protein powders, minerals, like everything you could imagine in the grocery store here. <laughs> I went to like four or five or six different grocery stores and could not find protein powder. Ooh. And it got to the point where I was referred to the British equivalent of GNC inside of the Westfield shopping mall. Wow. And so I showed you the size of the bag. Like it's ridiculous because again, I'm walking everywhere. So the three week journey to protein powder resulted in a very small 15 serving bag, but it was like, 
why is this so hard? Wow. And I'm sure it's just because I don't know, you know, I don't know what I don't know, right. but that's an essential that I love to have with me that I sacrifice and then regret it after. Wow. You had to journey 40 days and 40 nights to get that protein powder <laughs> for something that you actually took out of your bag. I would have been heated. I know I was pretty heated about it. Yeah. The thing is like these things, protein powder, a couple of band-aids, a couple of pack of emergency, right? These, these, these things really do not take up much space right mm -hmm. like you just kind of like pack it down it go it lays pretty flat i typically put these essentials like in my little kind of travel pouch that has a lot of my um like toiletries in it and it doesn't really take up extra space um yeah so like instead of having to rebuy it take a couple with you to cover the trip because you just never know when emergencies might happen and you'll have to travel for 40 days and 40 nights to get your protein pack <laughs> Ideally, nobody wants to do. Yeah. Yes. There's so many better things that could have happened with that time and energy, to be honest. Totally. Totally. But I mean, you got to get your wellness stuff in. So whichever way you get it, do it how you want, <laughs> I guess. I know. I have learned my lesson, though. To your point, it doesn't take up that much space. Maybe I could ditch the shaker bottle, you know, but. I will always prioritize the wellness items moving forward because Absolutely. the shoes, you know, that I thought I needed, haven't touched them, have not touched them. Oh. <laughs> Do you have any other essentials? I think I have like one more that I'd love to share. So I actually typically try to travel with a candle. Mm. Now, Candles are frowned upon in hotel rooms. I totally get that. But for Airbnbs, <laughs> I found it very, very kind of like helpful and beneficial because when you're staying in Airbnbs and just depending on the area you live in and the culture, it, it's someone's home, but it's not your home. So mm. it's not like a neutral territory, like a typical standard hotel room. It's literally someone's home. And I don't want to like talk down on someone's home but sometimes like the vibes maybe the smells aren't really there just based on where mm -hmm. you are in the culture how they live whatever and i typically burn a candle while i'm at home in my own space anyway whether it's my workspace or it's my chill space there is typically a candle burning so i try to bring like a small candle something small like this mm -hmm. and it's fragrant it kind of like puts me in a zen mood um it smells great and um i don't know it's like super small so it's not hard to pack and i just figure why not just bring it along it's a solid it can get through tsa like it's not like a big drama and it actually helps bring a lot of peace and a peace of home too um because i love candles i love yeah. candles, so that's definitely kind of like a travel must-have for me um and i just love it I think that's a really nice one. And I think, you know, the theme about the essentials, whether it be convenience um, or comfort, like those seem to be kind of like the two main themes. It's like something's either convenience or it's for comfort. And I think a lot of the practices, the wellness, um, you know, the candle, like just having your water, the really the items that just help you feel grounded regardless of where you are in the world is really that comfort piece 
and we can access that in so many ways, you know, all the senses. So taste, smell, mm -hmm. all the things. And so I think that's a really nice thing to have. And the candle you showed me is like such a cute little size. That's perfect. Yeah. Something super small, like, especially when you're packing for convenience and comfort, it's just like the smaller, the better. And it's the little things that count. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's your last one? My last one is, this is a convenience thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, wired headphones. Mm -hmm. Now, I have AirPods and I love them. However, they have to be charged. Right. And so, you know, it's like when you're worried about charging your laptop and your phone, I feel like headphones is just another thing that needs to be charged that I'm not interested in adding to my list. So I've been loving traveling with wired headphones because whenever I want to pop them in, whether I'm walking and I want to listen to a podcast or I want to listen to music, whatever it is, I don't have to be like, oh, are my AirPods charged? You know, like, <laughs> oh, the right one's not charging again. Like, oh you know, all of that bullshit. It's always I, that right one. <laughs> It's always that right. Does that happen to you? Yes, it does. It what does. is that? I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> the right AirPod does not charge. <laughs> what is wrong with that right one? What oh is God. wrong? <laughs> That's so annoying. It is. So the wired headphones is uh, another essential of mine that I'm while that's annoying and it's not as carefree living, it's just nice to know that they work whenever you plug them in. Yeah. To your point, like who wants to have to additionally worry about charging your AirPods? Like I carry my mm -hmm. AirPods as well, but just like you, I actually typically travel with like two wired headphones, um, as well mm -hmm. as one of those one <clears throat> as one of those like little dongles that allows the headphones to kind of fit into my iPhone as well, um, only because yep. if that pesky right one doesn't charge, I don't want to interrupt my listening experience, whether it be to my laptop or my phone. So I just pull out the headphones. So trust me, that's definitely an essential that I typically carry as well. And it, it's, it works as like a really, really good backup to my AirPods. I'm not over the fact that your right AirPod also doesn't charge. I want to take a poll now that we know this. <laughs> I must know if everyone who has AirPods also mm -hmm. has a right headphone charging issue. Please write us. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely interested in that too, because it's always the right one. Send us a DM. Let us know if you also have a shitty right AirPod. Facts. Apple needs to know. Yeah, hopefully they can kind of like make that experience better for the next generation of AirPods, because it's just weird. I'm like, you're both sitting in the same charger and one's charging and one's not. What's the problem here? I, they've actually re replaced mine once for that exact issue. But they replaced <sighs> the buds, not the charging case. I'm like, mm. So. Yeah, there's something wrong about that right one. Something wrong. Yeah. Hmm. The more you know. The more you know. All right. So why don't we move into Love It or Leave It? Ava, what are you loving and what are you leaving this week? Okay, so this week I am loving and also leaving walking everywhere. <laughs> S 
So this is, you know, a double-edged sword. I've been walking so much in this city. Even when I'm not trying to, it's like, oh, another mile up the road for this. Oh, Lord. Oh, this restaurant's full. Keep on trucking. Oh, my gosh. Um, And I feel like I've been averaging like three times higher steps than I would if I'm normally at home. Mm -hmm. And I know you're supposed to get like 10,000 steps a day or whatever. That's the recommendation. And semi-embarrassed to admit, but, you know, for transparency's sake, normally I get like mm, 2,000 steps a day because (laughs) I'm literally sitting on my ass on my laptop for, Mm -hmm. you know, the majority of my life, which I don't love. So (laughs) the fact that I'm averaging now like 12,000 steps a day or more is fantastic because that's Mm -hmm. what I wanted. But also I'm like, damn. It's a lot of walking. walk again. And it's summertime. Mm. It's summertime. And I think mm. that's the worst part about it is you get mm-hmm. somewhere, you leave home, you shower, you leave, you go on your walk. By the time you get somewhere, it's like, oh, I smell or I'm dehydrated or I'm tired. And you're like getting to the point where you're just buying something so you can sit down <laughs> in a store. <laughs> that's the level of walking oh I'm currently on. Again, I wanted this and now I have it. I'm like, ugh. So it's a love and leave for the week. Um, I respect that. Like big cities like <laughs> London, like New York, that have a lot of places to go, a lot of people to see, and a lot of like <laughs> things to offer will typically have you on your feet walking. <laughs> and walking. To your point, summertime is just is tough. Like when it's like early spring or late fall or even winter time. Well, I'm not even gonna say winter time. Early spring, late mm-hmm, fall, it's amazing. Um, but <laughs> during the heat of the summer or those brutal, brutal winter chills, it's like, I can't do this. No. But you're doing it, and I'm proud of you. Hmm, thank you. Get also, them some thoughts on steps. I love it. Oh, man. And that's also, like, that's just the Apple health, so I don't know how accurate it is, but the proportion change surely has to be accurate. So it could be even more steps. Cause I know that yours was way higher when we were together than mine. But anyway, I'm three Xing yeah. my steps y'all. <laughs> awesome. You're definitely getting that walk in and you're sweating at it too. So I'm just like all types of workout stuff going on over there in London with you. So much. The other thing I have that I'm, mm, this one's literally like in the middle. I'm not sure if I love it or if I hate it. <laughs> I watched that Netflix movie, Persuasion, that people kept mm. telling us about. Mm-hmm. And... What you think? Well, I know that, like, Regency has is having its resurgence because of Bridgerton. You know, yeah. the genre is up. It's popular. It's popping. Netflix is doing a lot of it. Mm-hmm. This movie was a little different in that they break the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't expecting that. Um, And what I mean by breaking the fourth wall is like, it's a movie like you normally watch it from that perspective, but then all of a sudden the actor like turns the screen and talks to the audience, which is something you see in, you know, shows like The Office. Um, But I was not expecting it for this persuasion. And I'm not sure if I liked it or not. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, I stylistically, see... it's an interesting choice. 
it was, but I did see some of the, um, without sharing any spoilers for an upcoming travel episode, I did see some of the architecture that, um, we toured, which was kind of fun. Oh, cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. definitely makes sense. Love that. Um, breaking the fourth wall. I, <laughs> like I said, it's an interesting choice stylistically. I typically find it kind of like humorous and engaging. Um, but when used in an improper context, it can be kind of jarring. So I totally understand that. Yeah. I think it was to your point, it can be interesting and humorous, but I wasn't expecting the movie to be like mm -hmm. kind of humorous. It almost felt a little cheesy because like the clash of like that era mixed with like breaking the fourth wall is just like whoa what is happening <laughs> <laughs> so very on the fence about all things this week is the summary of my love it or leave it okay it's like that sometimes it'd be like that and that's fine like that it's fine <laughs> <laughs> what about you Najee what is on your list this week okay well for this week, um, I'm loving the candles that <laughs> I'll be picking up very soon. <laughs> so Bath and, Body Works, Bath and Body Works actually served me an ad. I think it was like actually yesterday about a candle sale and like advertising, you know, their fall and winter candle line, because that's kind of like where we're moving into. Mm -hmm. And I might've said it on this pod before, but my favorite scent is that Bath and Body Works autumn wood scent it's like very comfortable it's very earthy um it's very kind of like outdoorsy and mm -hmm. i'm literally obsessed with it and i feel like i've been waiting all year for them to bring it back out and now that you know it's moving into fall and winter it's here so <laughs> i bought three yesterday and i'll be picking them up in the next couple of days and i'm just very excited to have my favorite candle back in my life um, so I am loving that. And thank you, Bath and Body Works and Google Algorithm and the FBI CIA for serving me that ad. There you go. You're going to be fully immersed <laughs> in the woods. You're going to be like, <laughs> called like tree bathing at home. <laughs> I'll definitely be tree bathing, doing all the Forest tree hugging needed. That's definitely. Right here at my laptop, bathing fully in the forest. <laughs> that is so funny. I mean, yes. I like that for you. Thanks. I'm just excited because I've literally been waiting all year for this. <laughs> well, so how long are you just going to burn through them? How long will three candles last you? God. Probably like three seconds, to be honest. Um, but luckily, fall is an entire season. So I'll probably get more, you know, for my birthday. Add that to the Amazon mm -hmm. wish list. Um, mm -hmm. And maybe I'll pick up a couple for Christmas to last me through the summertime and spring. Okay. Because... During the spring and summer earlier this year, I couldn't find it. So I've learned my lesson. Do you burn candles so, in yeah. the summer? I feel like they, they like actually do their job in heating up rooms. Like they get yeah, hot they in the summer. Yeah, they absolutely do. They do. Absolutely. But um, luckily here in the United States, we have AC in most buildings. So that's not typically an issue <laughs> <laughs> for me. Thankfully. <laughs> Anything to avoid the heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking about you over there in the sweltering heat um, in the UK, where most buildings don't have AC. Thoughts and prayers. I know. Thank you. The extreme weather really, really follows me around. 
Hot commodity. Hot commodity, babes. Hot commodity. Um, do you have anything? <sighs> so loving the Bath and Body Works Autumn Woods. Yeah. This week I'm leaving, <clears throat> going below the belt in an argument. Ooh, now, juicy. This is a reference to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So for those of you who watch, you might be familiar with what I'm speaking about. But Miss Marlowe Hampton loves to start an argument, go below the belt, and then wonder why people hate her. Now, I don't hate Marlowe, but I do hate when people go below the belt. As a sensitive person myself, whenever I'm having an argument or disagreement, I will not go below the belt. I'm not going to attack, you know, your appearance. I'm not going to attack your family. I'm not going to attack, you know, the personal choices in your life that you've made because who am I to judge those things? Um, yeah, I'm definitely not going to go that low and I hate when people do it. So I'm definitely mm -hmm. leaving that behavior, not leaving Marla Hampton per se, but leaving that behavior because it's toxic and it just really doesn't align with where I am in life right now. It doesn't align with my vibration. It's not intuitive to me. And it's just not something that I will stoop to. So leaving, mm -hmm. going below the belt when having a disagreement or an argument, hate that. I can get on board with that. Although I haven't, I will say, you know, I don't watch Housewives. This is one of mm -hmm. our rare disconnects where I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I totally resonate with the concept. And to your point, like judgment, ugh. Mm -hmm. there's just no time left for that. There's None. no time left to be judging other people's business. Mind your own, live your life mm -hmm. and just get on with it. Yeah. And keep it moving. Like one thing that I typically stand behind these days is I never want someone to change who they authentically are for a relationship with me. Like, mm. I think everyone is uniquely beautiful in the way they are, no matter how, you know, messed up some of us do seem or come off, um, or how much we don't gel. And I'm just like, who you are, there's nothing wrong with who you are, but if it doesn't align with who I am and where I'm at, like we can keep it surface level, keep it moving and be cool. Um, mm -hmm. but I think there's definitely value in being who you authentically are who you authentically are and not judging someone for that just because they don't really gel with you. But going below the belt is never okay, to be clear. Cosign. Awesome. Is that a wrap for today's episode? I think so. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate and review us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and tune in every Wednesday to hear the things that make us more us like packing cubes and discover <laughs> a thing or two to make you more you.